This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host, Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton. Thank you, Glenn, for that wonderful introduction. Oh, my. What a way to start the show today with kisses from my producer, Randy. <laughs> I am actually live on YouTube as well, so you can even see me talking about this. And that is Real Estate News Radio on YouTube. Real Estate News Radio. If you want to watch. I've got my radio face on today, so I don't know if it's that exciting, really. So let's give some shout-outs today. If you'd like to give someone a shout-out, maybe it's their birthday, maybe it's your anniversary, maybe it's just something else you want to celebrate and Talk about someone that's done a great thing in your life. Maybe it's your church. Maybe it's your mentor. Maybe it's somebody who's just helping you right now. Give us a call, 828-240-9962 if you're calling in from Mars, 800-570-9962. And if you want to see the things we're talking about, we do post them on YouTube. We particularly post them on Instagram, Real Estate News Radio. On Instagram, you can see all those pictures particularly of the remodels. It's kind of fun watching the before and after. And we're all star powerhouse real estate on Facebook, if you prefer Facebook. Um, generally, those are down to demographics. The kids are all using TikTok. Um, those of us millennials and up tend to use Instagram and boomers tend to use Facebook. But break that mold. You know, I'm not 19 either. And people like, why do you have all these Facebook pages? Well, of course, it's, you know, for business in, in big part. Um, but Instagram's kind of fun for most people, I think. And Instagram's about storytelling. That's the thing. You're telling a story. So you're posting pictures and telling stories. So when I'm doing remodels or something like that, I'll post the before and afters on there. I've got a great before and after now, even though I say so myself, in the West Asheville house. I'll show you that one, Randy, in, in the break. Okay. I'm anxious um, to see that. It's very fun the, looking at before and afters, you know, the big oh, yeah. pile of mess. And then it's like, wait, what? How is that the same room? Yeah. yeah. And when you're remodeling, as you'll know, um, it, that takes a lot, a lot of work. So it's fun to actually celebrate it when it's done. Big time. Yeah. And anyone local, in fact, even I know a lot of you who are listening who are not local. We have listeners all over the country. Actually, you know, we've got one in Australia right now. She's very cool. And let's give a shout. Let's start the shout out. So let's give a shout out to Miss Alice. Miss Alice listens regularly and she lives in Fayetteville. So she watches all those hurricanes come in and out and the beautiful coast there and the beautiful little coastal town of Fayetteville in North Carolina. So good morning, Miss Alice. The military town. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which, you know, makes it a very interesting town in itself. Obviously. Yes, yes. Um, we do a... Heroes program. So if you're a community server locally, we give you back 25% of our commission. Um, we used to be with an organization doing that. We're doing it on our own now, which is very exciting. Um, and uh, yeah, if not you're. Not only veterans, right? <coughs> excuse me, not only veterans, police, healthcare professionals, teachers, firefighters, veterans, and active military. And it's an average check of about two. It's a percentage of our commissions. It's 25% of our commission. So three, four, five thousand dollars $5,000 checks come back to you as a rebate. Let anybody know because there's nothing more painful 
than when I chat with a nurse, you know, I'm out at a grocery store or something. They're like, oh, you know, I'm on the radio. I've been on the radio for 11 years now. So like, oh, you're Rowena Patton because I've got this kind of funny accent. So people recognize my voice when I'm, I don't know, standing at the checkout in Ingalls or something. And, um, you know, thank you for giving that money back. And we just found out about it and we didn't buy with you. So we lost out on that $4,000 because they didn't know about it. I just, it's so 11 years of getting the news out. And you still find people who don't know about it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we do this show. It's very much an educational piece. How do you buy a house? How do you sell a house? Of course, we like to um, support a lot of local businesses as well. We have a lot of local businesses on here. Whatever your business is, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, give us a call, 240-9962, if you would like to celebrate somebody's birthday today or you have an anniversary or anything else. And if you'd like to learn more about the community service program that we have where we give money back, I can tell you how it works if you've got a question on that, 240-9962. What kind of remodeling project are you into now? Tell us, update us, will you? Well, last night was a lot of painting. It is kind of exciting for those of you who like to do a little remodeling. I want to talk to the ladies out there. Ladies get a little scared of remodeling sometimes, like, oh, it sounds like a lot. They might do a little bit of painting or something. And hey, if I'm talking to a lady out there who's got it all going on, I want to hear from you, 2828 240 I pretty much stick to tiling and painting, but I've discovered a paint sprayer. <laughs> I'm so happy. You have a new tool. I, I yes, uh, and honestly, it's like shockingly easy to use. And you put yeah. you, you put a plastic dye net on your head, you know, or wrap your head up with uh, saran wrap or whatever, and you put some safety glasses on. I haven't got to that yet, so you spray your eyeballs. <laughs> and you put a mask on. But these things, guys, these are so quick. I did an entire 1,800 square foot basement wall in three hours. With primer, one coat for three hours, 1,800 square feet. How many thing. gallons of primer did you put on? Um, that's a good question. I think it was two. It's always more than they say. You know that you go, oh, yeah. you go, you go into the paint store and like, <laughs> oh, yeah, six, six gallons will cover this. Uh-uh. Takes 10. That's the other thing, fun thing. So um, men who are getting a bit older or ladies out there who maybe they're kind of a bit weakling like me, I can't carry the five-gallon bucket of cane. Paint. Oh, it's terribly heavy. It's like, oh, you save so much money. Well, I figured it out, and you do save $20. However, for me, I can't lift that big thing of paint. So I get the gallons, and the paint spray takes anything. All you do is you stick a tube in the paint top. That's it. You pull the lid off, you stick a tube in, you turn on a switch, and um, there's a little priming thing that goes on. You have to have a pail of water there, and you stick your other thing in there. You flip a, you flip a little uh, lever to prime it through, it makes a certain noise, and off you go. I've got if I, big shout out here to Greco. I think that's how you pronounce it. Maybe it's Greco. Amazing. You can call them. So you know, the first time using it, a couple of weeks ago, down in the basement, I called them Saturday, thinking they'd never pick up after the show. Yep, there they were. It was a lady talking me through exactly what I needed to do. Are you kidding? Me? Yeah. Sunday, I got stuck again. It clogged. I'm like, oh, to heck with this. I have no patience. I was, you know, going to throw the whole thing out. I called them thinking, no, it's Sunday. They're never going to pick up, right? That ain't going to happen. Sure enough, there they were. They picked it. Oh, just, you know, twizzle this bit. Sure enough, it worked. It was fantastic. can't believe that. And um, so if you want paint numbers, I was doing smaller bed. You know, there's three bedrooms upstairs. I'm going to add another two bedrooms downstairs. But the 
bedrooms, so the smaller bedrooms talk a gallon. So you're painting inside the house with yes. a spray yeah. can. And the ceilings. So, um, and I've got all the pet, you know, just. I don't the, see any paint on your face or anything. Or yeah, that's called so- soaking in a tub for a long time. <laughs> but that's that's the net. That's the plastic. And you could use saran wrap or something else. You could do that pretty thing on your head with saran wrap. It's lovely. Um, and then I just, you know, wear old pants and just, you know, old T-shirt, whatever. And you get warm when you're doing that stuff. Yeah. So I can give you lots of tips on that. I'm at my 42nd or 43rd remodel at this point. I've never used a paint spray before. I used to roll because I was scared of them and the big air compressor. Oh, no air compressor anymore. You know that big thing? Again, yeah, yeah, yeah. many ladies are weaklings like me or not as strong, right? So we can't lift that big thing and it goes the whole time. Like, who wants to do that? After the quote for the ceiling at $1,200 for, for just for the labor, this is just upstairs, and then the paint, you know, you're probably talking another $300, $400 or so. Then um, I bought the paint spray because it made it worthwhile. Yes, um, and you're going to have it for future jobs. Exactly, and the extension as well to paint the ceiling. There's a pink one. There's one that, that it sprays pink so you can see where you're going. Highly recommend it. It begins with Z. I think it's Zinnerman. Uh, you just contact me, 828. Uh, I'm not going to give out my cell phone number. That would be bad, wouldn't it? Go to mountainhomehunt.com and click on contact. Mountainhomehunt.com. Um, almost to the end. It's the fourth one from the end. Contact us. Click on there and ask for all these recommendations that I'm going going through. Now, these ceilings that you're spray painting yeah. were popcorn ceilings, and you had that. I did not do that, yeah. I you, paid to have that taken off. But it's been taken off. Yes. Yeah. So, again, 1,800 square feet, typical three by two. Um, that was about uh, $1,400 to get that off. But when they get it off, they have to prep all the ceilings. They have to make it smooth again. Oh, okay. So it was ready to paint. When it was you, ready, ready yeah, to paint, yeah. 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 And I'm, not to, I'm sure that there's lots of people out there that know how to take popcorn off and do it themselves. Have at it. Yeah, I wasn't doing that. It's messy. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah. However, I did take on the painting. And um, the ceilings I did in a day. The whole, see, the whole house. I'm telling you, ladies, particularly, because, you know, sometimes you get a little nervo- nervous of this stuff. It's not heavy. It's just a little pipe with a sprayer on the end. You can get an extension rod because, again, we tend to be a little bit shorter than guys, right? And, hey, guys, I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying, you know, you're more likely to go, oh, I can spray and do this and take it on, whereas a lot of us ladies are like, oh, I'm scared of this. I've been scared of it for years, and, oh, my gosh, I'll never go back. Me too. Uh, I bought one of those things 30 years ago. Oh, and, you did? And it didn't work. I, I, It didn't work out for me. And I just kind of said, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. But uh, they've changed a lot. Oh, and so my have I. gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, I think it's called air on demand. So you turn it on, it's not grumbling at you all the time. It just builds up the air pressure in, in the little machine. And right. you can buy them anywhere between 300 and they get up to thousands, obviously. Mine was about 550 because I wanted more pressure. But it's so much fun and so quick. Um, and controllable. Right. Yes. Very. Yeah. You can turn the pressure up and down. So, and it, it doesn't go all over you because you're spraying the wall, especially when you're doing walls. It's much easier. The time is all in the all in the preparation, right? So, the tape that you wrap around handles and you wrap around all kinds of stuff. It's all in the preparation. Um, I'm not. No secret. I'm not very good at that. Oh my. Um, but yeah, that that's where it takes a lot of the time on there, and it really is worth doing the prep, even though I'm very bad at it. 
And my contractor showed me how to put the tape on the window so you can grab the plastic, which makes it much easier. Um, here's the other thing. Buy quality paint. It definitely costs more. Um, I'm using the Sherwin-Williams from Lowe's, actually. Tinted it. Everything's pure white. That's the next tip. Use the same color on everything. That's been the trend for years where you do the trim and the walls the same color. I had the ceiling paint, um, the ceiling paint tinted, tinted, uh, oh, it's called uh, pure white, Sherwin-Williams. It's not brown, it's not gray, it's not yellow, it's white, pure white. It's so easy, guys. But buy the most expensive paint you can afford. Um, I'm doing one coat coverage. Can you imagine? Okay, so the paint is 40 bucks a gallon. You can buy the 25 bucks a gallon or the $30 a gallon, the cheap stuff, but you got to do two coats. Yeah. That's your time and energy and breathing in the spray, however many masks you have on. Um, but buy the better paint. And buy the paint for the ceiling that is pink. It goes on pink. Guess what? When you're painting a white ceiling, you can't tell where you've been. And it gets all patchy and nasty. So the pink dries to white so you can see where you've been. It's very clever. It is very Again, you'll clever. pay a little bit more. Yeah. And ladies, if you don't want to carry, or, or guys, you know, you don't want to carry that. They, they told me it's about 80 pounds. I no thought, wonder I yeah, can't carry yeah. it. Right. Um. If you don't want to carry that great big one, it'll cost you about $20 or $15 more instead of buying the five gallon, but you've got cans. It also means when you're done for the day and you don't want to do any more, you've got all the other cans left. You don't want to have to deal with that great big bucket. We have Cameron Ball on the line. Good morning, Cameron. How are you? While we start talking about buckets, and that leads right into me, I don't necessarily <laughs> get that. Mm. <laughs> How about pitcher? Like a picture of beer. Of fun. <laughs> you are yeah. buckets of fun. You were looking buckets for a segue there, weren't you? Cameron yeah, Ball. Dressing for it. Dressing. Cameron Ball is our trusted lender, and he's going to tell us. You're live on YouTube as well, Cameron, so I'm going to repeat key points that you say because people on YouTube can't hear it because obviously we're broadcasting live. Um, so tell us, a, you know what everybody wants to know about. What do you think the key thing that people are asking about right now, Cameron? Oh, the key thing is, and, and it's fair to say that uh, the only thing most of us know to ask about is interest rates. That's, we, we, and it's, it's not even the most important part of the financial side of real estate. And in my estimation, it's the appreciation factor in time. But the interest rates do affect what your payments are. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, and, and I think the picture in this cycle, because rates and lending and real estate is all cyclical, in this cycle that we're in, everybody's starting to really kind of get the grasp of it's it's a temporary thing. Yes, I yes we're going to sign on for a thirty year fixed mortgage, but the chances of you actually keeping it for thirty years is somewhere between slim and none. Right. And so what we do and what we're trying to tell folks now is instead of waiting for another year and letting the houses still appreciate even more and get more expensive is, you know, let's go ahead, if you find the home that you love, get in, and when the rates drop, and they will, and when I say drop, I don't mean 2 and 3%. Let's go ahead and just take that off the table right now. I yeah. don't think we'll ever see that again in our lifetime, but uh, certainly in maybe even mid to lower fives could be possible. Ooh. So let's say let's say you get locked in at 65 6.757%. Right now, okay, a little painful. Your payment's a couple hundred dollars more months than it's going to be. We Maybe a year from now, maybe 18 months, whenever the things really start happening, we get back together. 
you've got some, hopefully you've probably got a little bit of equity built up in your home over that time. We do a rate and term refinance. That means we just restructure the mortgage itself. And if the going rate at that time is 5.75 and you're at 7% now, you'll see a couple to a few hundred dollars a month reduction in your payment. Yes. And we don't know where they're going. So one thing I realized, Cameron, and we all, of course, we all wish we'd done it a year ago, is I want to talk about refinancing and HELOCs right now. Because there are mm-hmm. still people, rates have come down a little bit, and there are still people mm-hmm. that have those higher rates. And also your HELOC, so home equity line of credit. So mm-hmm. get that home equity line of credit now. Here's why, not because of interest rates, because the value of your home for the next two to three years is likely to be reducing. We've had about a 1% drop the last two months, and it's perfectly normal. We talk about this every week, economic cycle, seven to 11 years. We're going to go down most likely for a couple of years now in terms of the value of your home. Why is that important? Because when you get to eight, you could only take out 80% of the value. Is that correct, Cameron, if you're doing a HELOC or a refi? To avoid well, PMI? Doing, it, it depends on if you are doing a rate and term refinance of the first mortgage only. Yeah. You can go up to, you know, 95%. Okay. You will, you will have mortgage insurance. Yeah. Um, Which is expensive. Now, if you're doing a cash out refinance, now that would entail paying off a second mortgage or a home equity line or paying off, giving you cash for home improvements or paying off consumer debt. That is capped at 80%. So let's talk about the 80% for a minute. So many people listening are in a home that's 300,000, that's 500,000, that's 800,000, that's $2 million. Here's the thing. If you're in that 500,000 range and it loses value and, you know, what goes down must come up, must come down. It's the economic cycle. Real estate gains about 2 to 3% a year, and that continues. However, it's not every year. That's why we saw those big gains of 10% and 20% in a year because it's been coming down so long since 2007, right? So it comes down, but it's not that 2 to 3% increase every year, and we're not likely to see those increases probably for a couple of years, but then it goes back up again. So A, for most people buying, it doesn't matter because you're going to be in the house anyway, and in 7 to 11 years, it's going to be worth more then it's worth now. So don't worry about that. But from the refi perspective, you want to get, you know, if you're going to go for that 80% and avoid the PMI or you want a HELOC because, hey, I don't know, you're 70 years old and you want to go on a cruise or you want some money to do whatever you want to do. Maybe you want to buy another house or maybe what else would you do with the money, Cameron? What, What do people tell you they're doing with the money? Well, um, some people actually use it to pay for college um, mm. or um, pay off credit cards, off the high credit card bills, medical yep. expenses. Uh huh. Yep, absolutely. What Some about the fun stuff? stuff? Come on. No, well, I mean, yeah. And Condo at always, the beach. Uh, yeah, they want to redo the kitchen, redo the bath, you know, that sort of thing. Yes. And put, putting a deck on a home. If you need to redo your wooden deck, uh, that's not a cheap proposition, but if it's something that needs to be done, so maybe that's, that's where you take out some cash. So you can take out all this cash, but here's the thing. You're going to take so to avoid PMI, the the mortgage insurance. Then what you're going to do is you're going to be able to take out that cash up to eighty percent of the value of your home. Well, if the value of your home is dropping, right, which it is likely to do. Sorry, guys, it's pretty much everywhere in the country. 
which is likely to do for the next couple of years, but if you, you know, three years, if you're staying longer than that, it will start increasing again. Then what you want to do is get that refi or HELOC now. And you can get all of that by going to mountainhomehunt.com, click on finance. You will see uh, Cameron's lovely face there. You look, he, he smiles a lot more than he's smiling in that picture. We need a new picture on there, Cameron. It's got his cell phone on there. He, it's got his application link. It's got his uh, visit, his website. If you don't want to talk to him, you can send a little text in to us and, and we'll get you together or start the process going. Um, and he can do that home equity line of credit or or HELOC for you. Or, you know, if you've got a local lender, do it with your local lender. Um, but, you do, but think about doing it now because that value for the next couple of years is going to go down. In other words, it's going to allow you to pull out more money now that I've just done it myself, you know, than uh, waiting and uh, regardless of the interest rate, you know, have that liquid cash. Um, it's sitting there. You do, So, Cameron, how does a HELOC work? You don't pay interest on it, correct, unless you use it. Well, it's, it's, it's effectively, and people kind of get twisted even when I explain it this way, it's basically the same theory of a credit card. You know, if you have a... a $5,000 credit card and you don't charge anything on it, you don't pay anything. Well, same thing with a home equity line. If you've got a $20,000 home equity line on your home and you want to redo a bathroom, redo your kitchen, whatever, you charge up 10000 of it, you'll pay interest only usually yes. on home equity line, interest only on that payment until, and you can pay it down and use more. So you get a bonus at work and you pay half of that off. You pay $5,000 of it off. Well, now you only owe 5000 on your $20,000 home equity Got line, it. and you can charge it back up if you have something you need to. So those so of you watching on YouTube, got it. So those of you watching on YouTube, you, you know, you've got a revolving line of credit there essentially that if you get a bonus at work or it's like using a credit card. But the main difference, Cameron, is that you're accessing that equity from your home and therefore, I, I think this is how it works. You correct me if I'm wrong. Um, the bank has an asset against the money you're borrowing. Therefore, you get a lower interest rate. So, Cameron, let's talk about interest rates on HELOCs. And again, we're talking today um, with, with Cameron Ball. You can go to mountainhomehunt.com, click on uh, finance there. All his details come up. Visit my website, apply for a loan, his cell phone number, everything else. Um, so, Cameron, the interest on a HELOC, what are we talking? Of course, I realize it all depends but interest interest on a credit card, you're talking the lowest of what, 15%, and most of them are around 30% now. So what are you talking about on a HELOC? Yeah, I mean, no, I've seen some wild swings, and it does depend on the loan-to-value, the combined loan-to-value. So that is how much you owe in your first mortgage if you have one, plus how much you're going to be taking out on the home equity line versus how much the perceived value of the home is. Got it. So can you um, give us a range of what that... Home equity line of credit would look yeah, like. Yeah, I, I have seen lower eights all the way up into the teens, you know, 10, 15% okay. range, depending on the situation. And that's still way lower than a credit card. And not only that, if you've got, for example, a home that's worth 480 and your mortgage is 240, middle of that, it's probably not a problem, depending on whether you qualify, to get a home equity line of $150,000. Now, you may not want that much. You may not want that much, but what credit card can you go to generally? Most of us who live a normal life and, you know, I'm watching, I don't know if you've been watching any of the trial of the attorney going on right now. I'm trying not to watch it. It's like, oh. What a hot 
mess that is. What a hot mess that is. He's going, yeah, my friend lent me $250,000, you know. In fact, one of his friends is in for $450,000. I'm thinking, A, who needs to spend all this money? And, and hey, I think it's great, you know, have at it. And B, who has these friends that lend them 150 grand? So in, in most of our worlds, that's called an equity line of credit. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll pay, like Cameron just said, about a percent more at the lower end. I think that's what you're saying, Cameron. So if you've got good credit and you've got a lot of equity in your home and you qualify with all of that going on, then, um, you know, you could get something even at 8%, which is only about a percent more than the interest rate on your mortgage, which is way less than a credit card. And you may be like, to heck with this. We're not selling a home, but we need a new kitchen. You know, we've got a little pokey home and it needs a new kitchen. By the way, I can help you with that. I have a great list of contractors, a great list of contractors for you. Again, mountainhomehunt.com. Click on contact us. Just say, please send the list of contractors. We'll have them call you. The reason we do that is because contractors are busy and depending on their schedules, you know, you don't want to be calling through 20. I, I hear this all the time from people. Oh, I called a contractor and they didn't get back to me. Or I called a contractor and um, that I don't know, they're not getting back. I, they came out to see it. And now they're not getting back to me with prices. I have a great list for you. You'll get two, three, four calls um, and we'll find someone for you. I do this over and over again, whether it's plumbers, contractors, electricians, you need a deck, you need a new kitchen, whatever it is, we've got a great list of people for you. If you're listing around the country, we can do that too. I have agents all around the country that have these lists that can send people to you. So stop struggling at home, getting all these crazy, um, crazy, crazy prices from people. Go with people that are recommended to you. It's always a better way. So Cameron, we're talking about how low are you seeing interest rates for mortgages right now? What's the lowest you've seen? That you've done recently? Well, they've they've been. Of course, they took a little bit of a dive a couple of weeks ago, and they've been steadily climbing back up since. But I'm seeing a real sweet spot uh, for very very minor discount points. If if you want me to go into that, I can. But no, for fine. usually about a half of a point to a, you know a third of a point to a half of a point, we can get to six point nine, six point seven five. That seems to be the sweet spot in okay. the in the marketing world. Uh, not the marketing world, excuse me, but the the back end of the lenders. And so that's normally my recommendation. So you're spending a little bit to get maybe, you know, if instead of a par rate, but you're not spending a whole lot of money because my, my going back to what I said before, probably not going to be keeping this one a real long time. And the lenders know that. That's right. why they're pricing things like they are. They know mm. they're going to get stuck. They're not going to make their money back in a year to 18 months. Got it. So they know there's going to be a refi boom. So they're not really putting the the best rates that are available out there. Cause but there really should be a HELOC boom right. now. And I don't know why we're not talking about that because I guess it's because most people in, you know, you're just eyes wide open. You understand what an economic cycle is. Most lenders, most agents, most people in the business don't talk about the economic cycle because I think they think they're scaring people into not buying or selling. People buy or sell whatever the market is. And there's good strategies to buy or sell whatever the market is. And I really don't understand why there, there isn't this HELOC boom right now, you know, with people that, that want to stay. The other trend we're seeing, Cameron, is that as sellers finding, you know, sellers last year, house on the market, three multiple offers, 
we're really not seeing that now in most parts of the country. I, I coach agents around the country. We're really not seeing that now in, in most areas. Um, you know, it will come back again as the economic cycle goes up and goes down. However, as sellers are finding it a little bit harder to sell the home, it's not been an unusual thing anyway to give credits to the buyers for the, I don't know, the carpet that needs replacing or painting that needs doing or whatever it is. However, sellers are choosing to buy down the rate for the, the buyers. So in other words, if you're going to give a ten dollars or $15,000 credit, and remember, this is usually built into the price of the home anyway, um, so it's just making money work for you. There are strategies for that. If it's built into the price of the home, you can afford to give fifteen or 20000 off because it's built in as a credit. That credit can buy down the, the buyer's rate. Right, Cameron? I'm sorry. I actually had you on mute there. Yeah, oh, no, that's right. okay. <laughs> I don't blame you. People put me on mute all the time. Just <laughs> kidding. Anything else? We've got... Uh, Bob Hickman is on the phone with with a question that he's calling in. Um, anything else, Cameron? You can give us this morning, and thank you so much for giving up your time on a Saturday morning to no, tell us you. what's going As on. As always, out there. thank you for the opportunity. But um, just guys, just find somebody that you trust, or I'm happy to speak with you. Uh, if you're not working with someone, just get the facts and all the options, and make an educated decision. But don't don't get caught sitting. Right. Cameron Ball is your money man. You can find him at mountainhomehunt.com. Click on finance and we will put you in touch. Thank you so much, Cameron. I hope you got some fun plans for the weekend. Oh, probably not. Just working around the house, but that's fun enough. <laughs> I hear you. All right, darling. Have a great weekend. Thank you, guys. Great weekend. All bye right. Bye. bye. And we have Bob on the line. Good morning, Bob. How are you this morning? Good morning, Ro. I'm doing very well. Thank you. And you? Wonderful. Down there in... Bravard, you have a remodeling question for us today? Well, I'm curious as to the difference in price between remodeling and building now. Is there that much difference in price? That's a really good question. Well, when you're building for a long time, you've been looking at what they say is $300 a square foot. Um, so, right. yeah, let's talk about building for a moment. So it, the land, Bob, let's talk about the land first. And you're a real estate right. agent, so you know this. When we have a lot of people call in um, locally and from really all around the country, primarily from all around the country, that think that they have to invest in land because land is not something we're making more of. I can tell you that you can go to mountainhomehunt.com, search for land. There is so much land on the market. When we have a seller, for example, that wants to sell a lot or a piece of their land, when usually there are about 19 other, it's about 1 to 20, there are 19 others for sale that are similar to their lot. In other words, a buyer has a choice of 19 other pieces of land that are similar to yours. It's very, very competitive and, and um, in terms of being able to sell it. Here's why. Because a lot of people come to us with no idea of budget. They don't know what they're going to build. It's just a piece right. of land they want to tuck away for one day. And let's what should their budget be? Exactly. Well, their budget is what they can afford, just like if you were buying a house. So if you work right. that backwards, if your budget is 300000 you are going to be looking at building what, we, what is known as a tiny house, a very small home. Here's why. Mm -hmm. So people go, well, I've got 300000 It costs about 300 a square foot. And by the way, 
that's basic. And we're not including right. all the other costs of improving the land, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So they go 300 a square foot. Therefore, that's going to b- build me a thousand square foot home. I can deal with that. You know, um, that that's um, bigger than a tiny home, which I think is 600 and down. A lot of people say it's 800, but that will build me a thousand square foot home. That's for a small home, obviously. You could probably get two beds, one bath in it. And a lot of people are just fine with that. But no, your budget is 300,000. So what you want to do is keep your budget for your land at no more than tw- no more than 20% and preferably 15%. Okay, so let's work that backwards. Your budget is 300. Maybe we should do 100 because, well, then you wouldn't be able to build anything. But 300 is about your starting game. So we want to keep the... Right. Your budget's 300. People go, well, I don't know what my budget will be in, in five years. Well, what is it now? You know, what do you think it would look like? Because... Please don't buy land. Please don't buy land if you don't have any idea what your budget's going to be. Because we can find you that same land in three years when you want to build that house. I promise you. I've been doing this a long time, since 2007. And the land is there. And I will tell you if the land is suddenly going away. I don't know why it would. So we're at 300000 no more than 20%. So that is 60000 for your land. Right, so now you've spent right. sixty thousand, which leaves us two hundred forty thousand to build the house. But wait, there's more, right? So let's say you need to hook in with the sewer or water. Add ten thousand dollars by the time all is done, at least. Let's say yep. you don't have public water and sewer, which we're in the mountains. Many of these lots do not, right? So if you need a septic, that's gonna, you know, plan on fifteen. Yeah, they might give you a quote of eight, but but. By the time you put the extra line in, always put more lines in than a, a line is how many bedrooms are you going to put in your house. Don't try and economize on the septic. If you put a two-bedroom septic in and build a four-bedroom house, we cannot list it as a four-bedroom house. It has to be two-bedroom. Do not economize on your septic. So you've got 15 now for your septic, and you've got a well. Wells cost X per, per foot that you go down. So you want to allow to be... This is a high number, 15 for your well. Now you're at 30. So now we've got 210,000 left. Wait, there's more. You need um, something to build it on, right? So you need a slab or a crawl space or something like that. So let's add another foundation. Let's add another $20,000. That's low, by the way, $20,000. So now we're at $190,000 we've got for our build. And wait, there's more. Are there any trees in the mountains, Bob? A few. <laughs> Do we ever have to clear lots before we build on them? Oh, absolutely. Right. So you want to allow about $2,000 for a big tree. Sometimes it's more than that. Right. So, And you've got things to clear on the lot. You've got landscaping to do. If I say $10,000, it's going to be really low. You need to pour a driveway. Let's say $20,000. You now have $170,000 left. Um, I'm using, I'm streaming live on my, do you have a calculator over there, Randy? I'm streaming live on YouTube, so I can't use my calculator. We've got 170,000 divided by uh, $300. Um, We're almost half, right? So it's, it's going to be. Yeah, 566 square feet. 566 square feet. Tiny home. (laughs) It's definitely a tiny home. So the, the question is, you know, and. You could buy a manufactured home. That would cut the price down. But most people with a $300,000 budget think they can build a killer home. 
right? So let's do that now. This is why, and people often ask this, why are small homes more expensive per square foot? Right, it's a common question we get because they almost always are. That's because whether or not the house is built, all those prices that I gave you for the land and the, and the improving the land and everything else is maybe 20% of the price, right? But it's 20% of the price whether the home is worth 300000 600000 or $2 million. That's why the price per square foot is significantly less for a bigger home. So in other words, if we double that, let's say our budget is 600000 If you saw this messy piece of paper, I'm going to hold this up on, on YouTube. If you can figure out any figures from that now, that's really great. So I think what we took off was uh, 30, 40, uh, 55, 60, $70,000 we took off. That 70000 is there whether your budget is 600000 or 300000 right? So it gives it's you... the same. Yeah, except that the 70, let's say we take 70 now for the foundation. It actually seems a bit low. But let's say we take all those costs off, 600000 we're now left with 530000 How big is that home, Randy? 530000 divided by 300. Now you're talking, you're talking about a, a, a good-sized home. What was that, 500? Uh, 530,000 divided by 300. If you can call in and get it faster, you will win a pr- trivia prize today. 1,700. <laughs> now you've got a 1,700. Now, yeah. for many, many people, 1,700 square feet. Almost 17. That's an average ranch, I mean, by the 18. way. Yeah. That is a, for right. those of you, you know, don't talk square footage, why would you if you live in a house and, you know. Now, if you live in a bigger home, 3,400 square feet, that's usually the basement that's been remodeled or the upstairs that's been remodeled. 1,700 square feet, right. that, that's the home I've just been painting, 1,800 square feet. It's only 100 square feet off. So that's a, a huge living room, dining room, um, uh, living space all in one area, a, a big kitchen, uh, a big uh, owner suite with a with a ensuite bathroom and closet. Plus two bedrooms, good sized closets, and another bathroom. Classic ranch house, basically. That's seventeen hundred square feet. So that's what you can buy for your six hundred thousand dollars. It's kind of shocking, isn't it? However, you could maybe yeah. be on an acre, um, you know, and have the lot you want in the place you want, and it's a brand new house. So your question was, is it cheaper to remodel or build? That that's a tricky question. Right. So if it were me, quite frankly. Okay, so let's say we've economized, and that's 600000 including your lot, obviously. We've taken the, the price off there for, for your lot. Actually, we haven't taken the price off for the lot. That's where we went wrong. So you're going to build more like a 1,400, 1,500-square-foot house. Still, that's a, you know, a smaller ranch, but you can still get three bedrooms um, and you know, make the owner suite yeah, a right. bit smaller or make the guest bedrooms little because your kids don't come home that often, whatever it is. So you don't want them to, there, huh? uh, right? That's what Airbnb or VRBO is for, right? So, right. Or, or the local hotel, of course. <laughs> so let's look at that for a minute. Is it cheaper to remodel or build a house? Well, for some people, it is about building your dream home, and you want it exactly how you want it. I can tell you. Right. So have a look on Instagram at Real Estate News Radio. If you're on Instagram, I posted some before and after pictures on there. I'll post them on Facebook as well at All Star Powerhouse Real Estate. Go look that up, follow it. I'll post the pictures on there and before and after. I've done 42 of these. 
I can transform a house just because it's, it's something I love to do. I'm not gifted at many things. This is something I do well. I can transform a house from what looks like a 1980s or a 1990s or a 2000 house into a jewel box that you would never know is in a new built house. Now, mm-hmm. to do that, you may be, so let's say you've got your $600,000 budget, right? That's your 600000 I can probably get you down $100,000 at least at 500000 um, buy the house at four or four fifty, depending on what needs remodeling. It's usually the kitchen. Often the kitchen you can make look bathrooms. like some, and, and bathrooms. Yeah, often the bathrooms, unless it's two thousand, and then you can do you know more minor updates in there. So what you can do is transform this house in much less time than building it. I'm watching two right. houses go up in our neighborhood that are probably eighteen months in now. And they're still not built. And they're being rained on that whole time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's not unusual here at all. It takes at least 18 months. Unless you're buying an off-frame modular, then it's going to be more like six months. However, this, the one I'm doing right now, for example, I've gutted the bathrooms. I've, um, uh, I've, you know, new countertops in the kitchen, new floors everywhere. It had carpet before. Both bathrooms have come out. And this will be maybe 12 weeks. I've done one before in eight weeks. But everything is new, new countertops, exactly the countertops you want. Um, you know, n- new, in this case, I've done new hardware because it was all uh, really good kitchen cabinets that had been replaced not that long ago. I'm painting them all and putting new light. Light fixtures are killer. You can put lights where you want to. It's not that expensive and not, and not you know, it takes time. You don't have to do it yourself. You can do some of it yourself if you want to economize. Um, but maybe you live in Boston and you're listening and, you, and you're looking to build a house here. We can help you get it remodeled in no time at all. And, you know, you can make a lot more money buying something that's existing, in which case somebody like Bob will help you make sure, like the one I just bought in Arden, for example, that will be up for rent, by the way, in April. Go on Instagram. I'm I'm posting all (laughs) kinds of pictures of the progress. kind of fun to watch the before and after. Is it long-term rental or short-term rental? You have to do long-term rental in that neighborhood. That's the other thing to Uh look at. and if our house sells, we may move into it. Not sure yet. So that's why I'm um, doing that. Well, I always do an extra nice job. I always do it as if I'm going to live in it. So you'd get with somebody like Bob, and Bob would tell you, like in my case, that the roof is is quite new, um, good solid built house with an amazing inspector for you. We'll buy something that has really, really good solid bones. Um, it's even better, Bob, and you know this, if you can find a home with that old dark paneling, the majority yes. of people have no vision. They look at the kitchen and they go, oh, you guys, when you're buying a house, look at the bones, the bones of the house. People who are selling a house right now, do not remodel it. Please don't mm-hmm. do anything. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You, you're no. not going to see that value back at this point. Let the smart buyers funny. who um, know how to do this, let the smart buyers who know how to come in and have a vision like the house I'm doing right now. So, I mean, it's just the best example I can give you. And actually, the one I did before that, I took a wall down in the kitchen. Apparently, that's my thing because um, I did it in both of them. The first one, I um, enclosed the screen and porch to give some more square footage but changed the entrance. The entrance was, a, again, a typical older house, 60s, 70s. You walk straight into the living room. A lot of people don't want that these days. I don't. There was a screened-in porch where I could make that the mudroom and you walked in there. And I closed off the front door. It was awesome, which 
gave you a sofa wall. And again, you can see these pictures, Instagram, Real Estate News Radio. You can see the picture of the before and after. It is shocking um, what you can do when you move a door and open up that space. It was all cramped before. There was no room for the living room. So people would go in there and go, I'm not buying that. You know, um, right. the, and, and that one was purchased at 275 It's now worth about 485 wow. three years later because it's remodeled and the flow is better. Right. So as buyers, That's I amazing. want you to, yes, as buyers, I want you to take us in with you and we'll help you with that vision, right? And you don't want to do anything. You want to move into the perfect house. We have those for you as well. But oh my gosh, yeah, when you look. If you have deep pockets. Exactly. The one I'm doing now, that the exact home opposite, six months ago, sold for $650,000 because they'd finished the basement with a drop ceiling, which I don't tend to like, you know, those um, uh, ceiling tiles with the drop ceiling. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, like most offices have the Chrissy Crosses. I'm going to do sheetrock down there. And oh my gosh, I'm spending a lot of money to get this where it should be. But I bought it at 425 So there's so much equity yeah. there that someone like Cameron can help you borrow against it to get the home done. You know, that equity you're going to see back or, which means you can rent it out or you can live in it. And now you'll have this jewel box that instead of 1,800 square feet is about 3,600 square feet. You can lock off the basement if you want to. You can rent out the basement if you want to. If you're in your 60s and you're thinking, what are we going to do in our 70s because we just want this as our mountain home and we want to go to our Florida home or our, you know, sunshine home or our home by our kids in Ohio, whatever it is, then you could rent the whole thing out or just rent the basement and keep that as your mountain home. There's all kinds yeah. of strategies out there that honestly you, you're not thinking of right now. And because we've been doing this so long, I'm over 3000 transactions in here. I can, and I like to think up these strategies. That's the fun bit for me that we can help you with. So Bob, to remodel, do you have any specific questions about particular rooms or, you know, well, How much it cost um, to do them? I know that uh, on my house, I've gone through, and it's been, but it's been a twenty-five year process. Oh yeah, of living here and changing things. And our late, latest one was a a big blowout, where we ripped out the entire kitchen, took down walls, Yikes. moved walls back, and changed the, the entrance door. Like you said, we moved the sink over there. Oh, so we had a real nice view out the sink, and it just. All kinds of things that just opened it up and changed it so much that uh, it's not the same house. It's it's really not the same house in any respect. And it allowed you to stay in that home new, instead of building yeah, a new one. Forever. Yes, this is my forever home. Yeah, that's wonderful. Each person moving from this one, but uh, it's it's. I've noticed that a lot of people when they want to move here. Don't take into account that most of the lots here are not flat. Mm -hmm. And that can greatly increase the cost of your foundation. Yes. Concrete seems to be one of the more expensive aspects and costs that you're going to incur when you're building. Absolutely. So it's always cheaper to build up than it is to build out. So people don't know, well, I want everything on one level. Well, it's probably going to cost you twice as much because you have to do, you know, you want the same size house, but you want it on one level. That's all foundation work. And a lot of times you're building into the side of the hill. Yes. So you're having to add a, a substantial amount of concrete to do that. So I was just curious because I, too, have, 
have that vision like you. When I walk into a house, I don't see it as I, as it is. I see it as it could be. And I love sharing that vision with, with prospective buyers and say, you're not going to find your perfect house. Exactly. You go through and you make your list of what you want and what you have to have and what you can live without and what you can create later. And that's what you have to focus on is what can I create later here? Leave an unfinished space. Increase the value. And you see, actually, you see that with a lot of off-frame modulars that an off-frame modulars are built in an aircraft hangar. They're actually built stronger than stick built. Um, And you would never know in a million years that it's an off-frame modular. And they appraise the same as a stick built as well. Often now you're seeing these off-frame modulars because all the prices of everything have gone up where they leave the upstairs unfinished. And, you know, you can do it at your leisure. Quit building these big homes for your kids to come back. I mean, really, you know, build the smaller home that's on one level. You can get away with 12, 1,400 square feet. The first one I did in West Asheville, actually, was 1,200 square feet before I added about 200 square feet with a screen-in porch um, that that allowed, you know, that I enclosed and added that extra space in there and a place to put. When you enclose like that, it can give you a space to put your washing machine upstairs as well. You know, many people who who uh, many people who are listing are over forty, and if you're not over forty, that's okay. You're not chopped out of this box either. A, a single a, a single level home, I'm just going to go out there and say this is going to hold its value better generally than a home you're building on different levels. It might cost you more in the beginning, but if let's say you're you're not thirty yet and you want to build a home, I would build it single level. I would I would build a smaller yeah. home single level in a heartbeat or i'd put those you know two dormer bedrooms upstairs unfinished or i'd, I'd build the yep. unfinished room above the garage that i can finish later on quit building those those you know homes for for the kids who aren't going to come home if the if you're already empty nesters now if if you're maybe you're in your 30s and starting a family everybody seems to start later these days then you might want that bigger home but that's always going to be a smaller percentage of the population I can't say all because who knows what happens with demographics, but certainly for most right. of our lifetimes, a lot more people are over 40 than than 20 to think about that. It's only 20 years, 20 to 40. Yeah. They're in that. I know I am. <laughs> right. There's a lot more people over 40 than under 40 in time in terms of, um, you know, uh, uh, the the value of your home. So that means there's a lot more people that want a single level than than. Most people want a single level, even when they're 30 or 40, want a single level. But like you say, Bob, it costs a lot more to build. But if you can build it smaller than what you thought you needed, and for most of us, you build it smart, right? It's storage. Think about storage. Make sure you've got plenty of storage. Grab some space that you have already and make storage, whatever that is. Um, You know, in fact, I took one of my three bedrooms at the first house in West Asheville. I took one of the bedrooms and turned it into... Um, an owner's suite, a bathroom, without the toilet because there was a toilet right outside and that gave me a big walk-in closet and a nice double vanity, which a lot of people want these days. So, listen, we've got the strategies for you. You can talk talk to Bob. So, mountainhomehunt.com, go to the bottom, click on Meet the Team. Um, Just look at Bob there. He's been around in real estate for an awful long time. He can help you. He actually lives in Brevard, so that whole area, he's absolutely expert in. He works in our office in Asheville because a lot more people coming in from the outside have heard of Asheville first. 
Any other closing moments, Bob? Gosh, I can't believe we're almost at the end of the show already. Isn't it? How about that? Uh, just when you're talking about West Asheville, it's funny because when I first moved here, I was actually delivering mail for the Asheville Post Office. And West Asheville was considered worst Asheville. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you could not, you could not give away land there. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could give away a lot. Funny how things change, isn't it? <laughs> it really and now is. it's the hottest no, spot in Asheville. Yeah. Yeah. Who knew? It is. It does have, I mean, we have to give a shout out to West Asheville, the most incredible independent restaurants. That's when people visit. That's where they want to go. Amazing yes. restaurants. Highly recommend Jargon. In fact, they'll give you a, a free cocktail when you win the, the uh, trivia. We'll have to get you tr- dialing in with trivia next week, Bob, so that people can win it. How about that? Sounds good. <laughs> but Bob Sounds can good. definitely help you. Thank you, Bob. I'll, you have a great weekend. I will see you on Monday you at the team meeting. That's right. All right, my love. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. I'm so glad that Bob asked that question because, you know, a lot of people are thinking remodeling. Now, what I will finish up with in the last few seconds here, when you're thinking about remodeling, let me get a value for your house for you. I'll give you the remodelers. It's not because I want you to sell or anything else. It's a strategy play. So, you know, if you want to remodel it and you're not sure it's your forever home, which a lot of us, I thought my West Asheville one was my forever home when I cried off men forever. Um, so it's going to be my forever home forever. And look at me now. Um, you want to think about how much are you putting in? Get a value on your home first. Just go to um, allstarsellers.com, allstarsellers, throw your address in there, get the value, allstarsellers.com. I'll see you on the radio next week. This has been the Plain English Real Estate Show with Rowena Patton. Visit Rowena and post your questions at RadioAsheville.com or call her at 828-210-1648.